Hey everyone, and welcome to the Rookie Live Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Prophet, and I want to say thank you so much for joining us today for episode number 20. Okay, so I did give you a fair warning, so I'm going to say that right now, but I did tell you a few episodes ago that we'd be talking about writing for a few shows, and today isn't any different. Today, I want to talk to you about my first book, Rookie Devotionals, and how it went from an idea to an actual finished thing. Like it is a product that I can hold in my hands. And just as a special treat, I'm even going to read to you the introduction and first chapter, which in my opinion are some of the best parts of the entire thing. But I really want this episode to be an encouragement to you, my sweet rookies. Because if you're the person telling yourself that you can't do big things, then you're right. Big things won't happen for you. But if you're a stay-at-home mom who has no clue what she's doing, but knows that she has a message in her heart worth sharing with others, then we have a lot in common. So stick around to see what happens. But if you're new here and you're wondering what other things we talk about here at The Rookie Life, well, let me tell you. We focus on what it means to start something new, even when you have no idea where to begin, how to develop new skills in all areas of your life, and how to find that it factor that'll keep you motivated every single day. So join us as we dive headfirst into what it means to be a rookie. Come on, rookies. We all have to start somewhere. Y'all, I'm really excited to talk about this today because I'm talking about Rookie Devotionals, my very first book. Have you searched far and wide for answers to life's tough questions? Are you intimidated by the complexity of the Bible? Or are you a beginner ready to study the Bible, but you have no idea where to begin? Well, if you answered yes to any of these questions, then Rookie Devotionals is the book for you. Because in it, I take a practical approach to the Bible concerning everyday challenges, from raising children to forgiving a loved one and even on how to be an effective leader, I take the overwhelming anxiety out of studying scriptures. With sections dedicated to specific topics, I break down the Bible and challenge the reader to use scripture and prayer to triumph over life's biggest hurdles. Rookie devotionals will conquer your fears of reading the Bible, renew your faith in yourself, and lift your spirits to heights that you never imagined. So rookies, please head on over to Amazon to grab your copy today. And actually, I have a special bonus gift if you are listening at the time that this podcast episode airs. From November 13th through the 17th, you can go grab a free copy that is absolutely 100% free on Amazon. If you're listening to this afterwards, I'm sorry you missed out, but you can still find it on Amazon. There's a paperback copy in the ebook. Go check it out. It is a must read for anyone wanting to dive deeper into prayer and Bible study. Again, that's Rookie Devotionals, a beginner's playbook to prayer and Bible study. Get your copy today. Hey, rookies, and welcome back to episode 20. 
Before we dive right into today's awesome show and everything that I have to share with you, I wanted to let you know a couple of things. The first thing I wanted to remind you is that we always provide the show notes for each episode. So if you're interested in learning more about any of our guests, then visit crystalprofit.com slash podcast. That's crystal with a K, profit with two F's and two T's. And then you'll see all of the show notes that we have for this week's episode and any of our previous ones. You'll find social media links for any of our guests, and then you can continue to follow their journey. The next thing I wanted to remind you is to be sure and subscribe to the show so you don't miss any future episodes. There are some exciting things around the corner, and I cannot wait to share them with you. And while you're at it, please rate and review the show on iTunes. We're doing another giveaway, and I'm so excited. And in the future, we're going to be choosing random reviewers to receive some really cool Rookie Life merchandise. You can leave a star rating between one and five stars and feel free to leave a comment on what you think of the show. I don't want you missing out on the opportunity to get some really cool stuff because who knows what the prize will be next time. Okay, now that we've gotten all of the business side of things out of the way, let's move on to writing. Here is my story all about my first book, Rookie Devotionals, a beginner's playbook to prayer and Bible study. Okay, so first things first. How did I get started? Did I just wake up one day and say, you know what? I think I'm going to write a book today and I think I know exactly what it's going to be about, what the title is going to be, and how I want to format it. I just know everything. Ha! <laughs> That's just funny. It's very laughable actually because, um, no. The answer to all of those is no. I had no idea what I was doing. Actually, I didn't even set out to write a book. It was kind of an afterthought of what am I going to do with all this stuff? But anyway, let's start at the beginning. So I started writing a little bit after I started staying at home after my uh, corporate job that I had worked for about three and a half years. And when I started staying at home, And what I mean by writing is I started writing to-do lists. And that might sound super silly, but that's how I got started in my writing journey. So I started writing to-do lists of all the things I needed to do. And then I would get overwhelmed. And then I would think, oh my God, I cannot get all this stuff done. There's just too many little people to take care of. There's so much laundry. What am I supposed to be doing with my life? I need to be perfect. And so I started praying about my to-do list and I would write them out every day. I would get overwhelmed and I would pray about them and say, please help me. I don't know what I'm doing. And I just, I felt like I was just messing everything up. So that's how I got started with writing was just doing to-do lists. And then I started following bloggers and I thought, you know what? I could totally do that. This was in... 2014 is when I first started staying at home. And then in 2015 is when I kind of got a little more serious about writing. And when I say more serious, I started a blog on Blogger. And I had no idea what I was going to write about. But I had started um, attending church. I wasn't really doing anything, you know, significant. It was something that we did every once in a while. And We would make it a point to go and take the kids and it was fun to meet new friends and, you know, finally feel like we're part of a community. 
And with that, I started writing devotional things because I realized how little I actually knew about the Bible. I'd never read the Bible from cover to cover. Uh, P.S. Side note, I still have not read the Bible cover to cover. So that is not a prerequisite to any of this. But anyway, and so I started writing down things that I wanted to know more about. I'm like, hey, I have no idea what this means. Why don't I look it up and interpret what these words mean to me? So I started doing that consistently um, every single day. And then one day I looked down and I said, hmm, there's bloggers out there making money doing this. Why can't I share my ideas? So I started this blog And I decided to call it Ricky Devotionals because I was very open and transparent that I have no idea what I'm doing. And the word beginner didn't really, you know, it just, it wasn't very good. It wasn't very oomph. You know, I wanted something more relatable and more something that was, you know, it correlated with my life. And I've always been an athlete and I've always been doing things with sports and everything. So I thought, ooh, rookie's a good word because that is someone that's starting something new. When you say the word rookie, you automatically think of a sports guy that, you know, they're doing something for the first time. So that's how Rookie Devotionals was born. And I consistently wrote on this blog every single day, like five days a week for several months. I was just writing and I was so excited about what I was saying and what I was doing. And then I get pregnant. (laughs) with our third son and life got crazy and busy whenever we had three kids and there were two kids at home with me. They were solely dependent on me. I think our middle son was three and a half years old at this time and he was not old enough to go to pre-K so he was at home with me and then I had this infant baby so riding was just not an option for that season of life. But then My middle son went to pre-K full-time, and it was just the baby and I at home. I decided to take another look at all the things that I'd walked away from. And honestly, this is going to sound very conceited, but this is how my inner workings of my brain, (laughs) how they happen. But I thought I would return to these raving fans who had been so disappointed that I had disappeared but they were crazy excited to see that I had returned. But the stats speak for themselves. No one outside of maybe my parents and a random person who was looking for something else had visited my blog. No one. I don't know what I was thinking that because I had stopped, all of a sudden all these people would find it and be super excited about it because I hadn't been showing up for several weeks or months at a time. And I felt like the failure. I felt like I had given up on this devotional writing thing several months before and the thought didn't even process that I had walked away from this. Like, why am I failing? It's because you quit. (laughs) Point blank. Like, you quit and... Anyway, I won't get into my personal therapy sessions that I have with myself, but I still felt like there was a message there, even if people weren't coming to my blog, because honestly, now that I understand blogging a little bit more, I was doing it all wrong. Anyway, that is, you know, mistake number one, but I knew that there was a message there, and I thought, 
how can I let all of this hard work, all of that getting up early and doing all the research, doing all the writing, how can I let all of this go to waste? Why am I just going to walk away from this and then never let anyone else see what I've seen? And so the journey of publishing my very first book began. And I'll be forever grateful for this journey and all of the beautiful things that I've learned because they're countless. They're absolutely countless from learning how to self-publish a book and find an editor and find other people that can walk with me in this path, finding people that will pray for me and encourage me to do hard things and big things. Like whenever I would tell people, oh yeah, I'm writing this book. I'm going to publish this book. And how many people ask me, oh, are you a writer? And I would just kind of go, no. Do I have to be a writer? Like, do I have to start calling myself a writer now that I'm publishing this book? It was very weird situations that I got myself into, but I've learned so much in the process. So I'm sure you're asking yourself, well, Crystal, what is this book about? Who is it for? And why should I waste any of my time reading it? Okay, first of all, you're not wasting your time. I promise you. It is a fabulous book for anyone who is wanting to learn more about the Bible or learn more about prayer because that's all it is. That's what I did. Like basically I was new. I was a rookie to all of this, this world of prayer and talking to God and really digging deep and reading my Bible. I was absolutely new to this world. And all I did was write it down as I learned new things. So that's what this book is. And I can tell you, everything that this book has meant to me. But honestly, I'm lucky enough to have some pretty amazing women who have taken the time and given me a review of the book. So I'll let them tell you what this book meant to them. So here is book review number one. Crystal's Rookie Devotionals exhibits an honesty and maturity in its devotion to scripture, prayer, and the search for God's will. The section on strategies for success gives specific and helpful how-to instructions, especially for those that feel comfortable with today's technology. However, even those that feel technologically challenged can gain insight from the strategies of journaling and prayer. The format of Rookie is very strong in that it begins with Holy Scripture. Only after the word has been quoted in an interpretation offered, finally, each section ends with a reflection question that can be used for individual journaling or for discussion. This book could be used for prayer groups, both physical and online. Upon receiving a copy of Rookie Devotionals, I immediately went to chapter 11, Faithfulness, a Marathon, Not a Sprint. Because at the time my mother was diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease in 2003, the best advice I received was, this is a marathon, not a sprint. And she died in 2014, 11 years later. Thankfully, this advice helped me to stay the course for her and the rest of my family. In this section, Crystal revealed important aspects of faithfulness. Some regarding caregiving, 
others regarding different areas of Christian life. I would recommend this book to those that aren't sure how to step into a day-to-day walk with God in a stressful, sometimes fearful world. It offers strategies, specific scripture, and a method for seeking God each day for 365 days. I would also recommend this book to those with a regular devotional time that would like to jumpstart to a new level. Great book, Crystal. You should be so proud. That is from KK. <laughs> so I'm just, uh, like, it just, it makes my heart so happy to read those words because that's above and beyond anything I ever expected this book to be. And I'm going to keep it together. <laughs> but it, it is, like, it's it's so much more. Like, she hit all the high points on, you know, what the book is and how it's meant to be used. But to hear personal ways that she used the book and how she used my words, because let's be honest, those weren't my words. That was God talking through me. And just to see the response that she, it just, it makes my heart so happy. But here's book review number two. Whether you are new to your walk with Christ or have been walking with him for ages, this is an amazing tool to use for building your own quiet time with God. In the first few chapters, Crystal outlines the way she has found works best for her in a step-by-step fashion, not only for scripture, but for prayer also. Following her introductory instructions, she then demonstrates it in the rest of the book with carefully chosen thought out, and well put together scripture. The scriptures she chooses are ones that hit right at the core of our lives. Unlike other devotionals I have read, this is more of an easy to read how-to and is less about her commentary and more about the word and what God is trying to get through to us as individuals. May the Lord bless you and open your eyes and ears as you read this book. And that was by Rachel M. So y'all, like, I just really wanted to share those reviews because, like I said, these ladies are, I actually know both of them personally, and it just fills my heart with so much joy to know that this book has served its purpose, okay? I haven't sold millions of copies, but it doesn't matter because this book has served its purpose. It has reached two people even if that's all it ever reaches. Those two reviews mean so much to me. I'm so thrilled that the book has gotten the response that it's had. And those reviews are just the kind of energy that I needed to get me through another month of writing this November as I continue to dig deep and find the words that will shape the next message I have to share. But... As promised, I'm going to read the introduction and first chapter of Rookie Devotionals, A Beginner's Playbook to Prayer and Bible Study. So here we go. Introduction. I'm a sinner. We are all sinners. Woo! I'm glad we got that out of the way. Now we do not have to pretend anyone is perfect. I have always been an individual who strives for perfection, only to be let down over and over and over again. When I let my expectations of perfection fall to the wayside, I'm able to gain a realistic view of myself, the world, and the vision God has for my life. 
By no stretch of the imagination does this mean I have everything, quote, figured out or that I have fulfilled my destiny. No, this simply means that I have overcome my human limitations and am now able to rely on God's love instead of myself. I'm able to share every imperfection, every sin, every flaw, every blessing, every joy, and everything this beautiful life has to offer me through my connection with God. This book started as a challenge I made for myself in 2015. I wanted to make money as a stay-at-home mom, and I thought blogging was the answer. I realized quickly that I had no idea what I was doing. I began doing personal devotions in early 2015. I did not want to start with someone else's idea of how I should do it. I'm stubborn that way. So instead, I opened the back of my Bible and found a simple word I wanted to study. This probably is not the most conventional way of Bible study, but I thought it was right and was the easiest way for me to get started. The perfectionist and the rule follower in me panicked when I realized I was not studying the Bible by the book. So I decided to attend a traditional group Bible study where ladies of all ages and backgrounds joined to share the word of God in prayer and fellowship. While I learned a lot, and made some new friends, I still felt like I was missing something. I would read other chapters and verses when I should have been reading the weekly assignment, but I could not seem to help myself. I needed different subjects, perspectives, and tones of scripture daily. On days when I felt anxious and impatient, I needed to hear about patience and waiting. On days when I did not want to face my biggest fears, I needed to read about setting goals and overcoming obstacles. On days when I wanted a spiritual hug, I needed to read about God's love and mercy. Prayer was my last resort when I finally realized that all of my destructive behaviors, drinking to numb a situation, avoiding the truth, and playing the passive-aggressive character, just to name a few, were no longer serving me. There was never enough of this or enough of that to fill the gaping hole inside my soul. So I began to pray. I prayed about praying. I did not know where to start. I was not sure what I was supposed to say. I worried, can I say the wrong thing? Can I ask the wrong questions? Do I just blurt out what's inside my head? Do I speak out loud? Does God still hear my prayers, even if they never cross my lips? Do I write them down? Doesn't God know everything anyway? If at any time you need to skip ahead while reading, please feel free to do so. Do you need to hear about motivation? Go to chapter 5, Goals and Motivation, What Drives Us. Do you want to hear about forgiveness? Go to chapter 8, Fear, Forgiveness, and Hope, The Competition and How to Beat It. My prayer is that you will use this book as a tool in whichever way you benefit the most. I've also included my Ricky journal at the end of this book. There are a few blank pages for you to keep notes, journal, or write down your thoughts and prayers to God. I am giving you permission to explore the Bible and the power of prayer. We do not have to pick up our Bibles and read them cover to cover to learn something new. We do not have to open the scripture and hope we are starting on the right story 
or in the correct order. Just get started today. All you need is a healthy appetite for learning, your Bible, and an open heart that is ready and willing to be changed. Chapter 1. Strategies for Success. My Playbook. Before I dive headfirst into the Bible study that is the majority of this book and the main reason we are here, I wanted to share my strategies for success, or in rookie terms, my playbook. These are essentially the things I have learned and the lessons I have adapted to get to where I am today. These are the guidelines I laid out for myself and can be easily followed by any rookie trying to get into the game. Prayer and devotional time. My writing process. Now I'm going to explain to you the step-by-step process of what I do for my devotionals. Hopefully, this will encourage everybody to find a way to create time for a relationship with God every day. Devotion time. I am a morning person, and I always have been. Even though I'm staying at home right now with our youngest son, I still enjoy waking up and having my quiet time, my me time, around 5 a.m. to 5.30. This is the only time of the day the house is completely calm. The only noises I hear are a clock on the wall and the nighttime creatures still chirping about. I also know my family is tucked away safely in their beds. Books. I have three journals I write in most mornings, though journaling is not a prerequisite to getting started on this excursion through the Bible. One notebook is for my creative writing, which I do for roughly 10 minutes before my devotional time, my gratitude journal, and my devotional and prayer journal. My Bible stays tucked away with these books as well. I keep all four of these books in a small table drawer next to my designated mommy chair, always. Side note, I've upgraded. It's no longer a mommy chair. It's a mommy couch in our sitting room. One reason I do this is to ensure I am not stumbling around in the wee hours of the morning, wasting my time looking for them. And two, I will know where to find them any time of the day. On days I am not able to get up so early, I make it to my quiet space with my coffee as fast as humanly possible. Usually after everyone has had their breakfast and they're watching cartoons on Saturday mornings. Writing space. There is a designated writing spot I go to every day. I used to sit outside in the mornings and enjoy the sunrise as I wrote. The outdoors can be very peaceful in the morning, and I was able to feel God's presence even more. Now, I sit in the above-mentioned mommy chair, side note, mommy couch, because the sun is still sleeping while my pen anticipates the day. In the area with my mommy chair... I have plenty of light, and I will not be disturbing any of my sleeping beauties. There is also enough space for all of my books, my fresh hot coffee, and my phone or tablet. Yes, I use my phone as a resource. Keep on reading. Side note, I've also added our Boston Terrier. He lays in my lap every morning. Resources. As mentioned above, my phone plays a role as a resource so I do not have to make any noise typing on the computer early in the morning. 
I use it mainly for my Merriam-Webster dictionary app. We should not shy away from the Bible's vocabulary simply because we do not understand something. It is so important to understand words when the meaning is unclear or when we need to clarify how a word is being used in context. I learned a lot about words. I thought I already understood their meanings. As it turns out, there are multiple connotations for many words and it can change the entire perspective when used in a different context. Listed in the footnotes of the devotionals throughout this book are the words I defined in my own studies And my hope is that they help others find a deeper meaning for the scripture lessons. I also use my phone for my e-Bible app in case I want to look up scripture faster than I can in my regular Bible. This is not used as often as my hard copy, but there is a search feature that makes looking for a specific term easier than flipping through pages. Similarly, I frequently use BibleGateway.com when I'm at my computer and need a quick scripture reference. Another app on my phone called Wonderlist is used for organizing scriptures and any other number of lists we can think to use on a daily basis. Side note, I now use the app called AnyDo, A-N-Y-D-O. On the app, I keep a list specifically for scriptures. I will look to see if I have any verses I previously earmarked for my devotional time. Usually, I will hear scriptures from other blogs, sermons, or in books I am reading and make notes to go back and check out the verses myself to see if they strike a chord for me. Some do, some don't. My Bible. If I do not already have a scripture in mind for that morning, I will go to the index in the back of my Bible. Randomly, I will open the pages to see if there is any word in particular that jumps out at me. Sometimes I look up two or three words and their scriptures before I find a verse that really speaks to me. Depending on my mood that morning, I will look at words like love, teach, forgive, fear, or blessing, and try to find something relating to what is going on in my life. I know when it comes to parenting, I travel back and forth between love and patience All of the time. My thoughts. All of that, and we're just now getting to the writing. Stay with me here. I promise, once the above steps are figured out, everything will be done on autopilot. Once I've found my scripture, I read it multiple times. Maybe two to three times. Then I open my devotional journal and write today's date. The passage of the scripture, if there is one the chapter and verse for what I will be studying, and then I start with the bullet points. I dissect each verse, word for word, and write down what the words on the page are trying to say to me that day. This is the section of text written directly after each scripture on the blog and in this book. My prayer list. Once I feel satisfied with my study time and I've gotten my dose of God's word for the morning, I jot down my prayer list. This list is pretty consistent from day to day as I pray for my family, usually by each one individually. Things going on around us are goals I have for my life and my walk with God. I highly suggest writing down your prayers. When I'm still struggling with something on which I've prayed for guidance, I can see where I wrote it down in my journal. This reminds me I've already given the situation over to God. 
Now I need to be patient and let him do his work. Potty training my son is the example that comes to mind for me. I write it down, pray about it, and go on about my day. I feel so much more focused and centered on days when I have had my devotional time. Likewise, I believe my prayer time really gives me a fresh perspective each and every day. My prayer list has grown from a few general things to specific people, situations, and praises. I will discuss this in even further detail in the next few pages. Note, I feel it is very important to rewrite the prayer list every day. In doing so, we can focus on each individual situation separately. Physically writing the words on the page helps focus on those matters more intentionally. Hopefully these steps I have laid out encourages everyone to consider spending some quiet time with God. I cannot even begin to describe how doing these daily devotionals has changed my perspective on life and helped me to start the day with a fresh outlook. Just pray. Sometimes we just need to pray. First of all, I would like to share about prayer. Some days I do not always feel connected with the scripture or I can't seem to find something that really speaks to me. Instead of simply grabbing something and jotting it down on paper to have my devotional checked off of my list for the day, I pray. I write out my prayers of what is on my heart that morning and I spend time telling God what I'm thankful for point by point. I wanted to demonstrate how I do this on paper to illustrate a way of praying if there's anyone who feels a little lost in this area of life. Write the words prayer list at the top of the page. It might sound silly to write those words out because we already know what we're doing, but I find that when my brain tries to wander in the middle of prayer, I can look at those words and be immediately drawn back into the conversation I was having with God. List out the first things that come to mind. This can change day to day in the order I write my prayers out. There have also been weeks where I'm repetitively writing the exact same words day after day. If confidentiality of a written prayer list is imperative, then I suggest coming up with a way of talking to God in words only He can understand. Here are some examples of subjects I have consistently prayed about. Health. Either being grateful to have it, or needing healing. We can all be thankful to be alive today. Motivation. This can be anything from asking God to help motivate us to clean our house, to going back to college to get a degree. Guidance. This is something I list every day. I like to ask God to show me his path and to use me in a way that is pleasing to him. Specific people. Sometimes we want to pray for people but we don't really know what to say. In these instances, I will list their name on the paper and then say to God, please be with this person today. Only you truly know what they need. Now, it is time to pray. So once your list is complete, close your eyes, take a deep breath, and maybe even ask God for guidance on the right words to say or the right thoughts to come to our hearts. Go down the list point by point, and really concentrate on what you are trying to say. My hope is that you've been encouraged to spend some time in prayer. It's a great way to start the day and helps all of us give the small things over to God 
when we would stress over it otherwise. Now that I've shown everyone my playbook, the rest of the book consists of personal examples from my own devotional journal. So please feel free to explore the Bible with me until you feel comfortable doing all of these steps on your own. Get ready for the true rookie experience. Well, rookies, that is Ricky Devotionals, and I'm so happy that you stuck around with me to hear all the things that have incredibly changed my life. You know, I've had a few people ask me, well, Crystal, is your podcast strictly for Christian women? And it's not. This is just me sharing important things in my life. I've had several people ask me, how do you get all the things done that you do? You're podcasting, you're blogging, you're writing, you have three kids, you have a dog, you have a house, you have all these things. And my answer is the same every time. It's, I don't do it alone. I pray every day. I write every day. I try to read my Bible every day, but it doesn't always happen. But I do pray every single day. Even if it's just a simple, God, please help me get through this day. Because it's changed my life. It's it's helped me be the best version of myself. And I'll continue to talk about it because maybe it's what you needed to hear today. Maybe you needed some guidance in an area of your life that you don't feel comfortable talking about. Or you don't feel comfortable asking questions. And that's okay. I didn't either. I didn't either. That's why I went searching for my own answers. And this is what I've come up with. So if you have any questions, please feel free to shoot me an email. My email address is crystal at crystalprofit.com. And it's as simple as that. Shoot me an email and say, hey, I have a question about this or whatever. I'm an open book and I will be happy to chat with you about any of this. So remember to check out the show notes for this week's episode. Subscribe to the show and leave a review on iTunes. Stay tuned for next week's show, and remember, keep it up, rookies. We all have to start somewhere. 